Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Again, the cheetah girls. At least it's over now. At least we don't have to go back. Yeah. It's done. As long as I don't make another surprise one, which would be very surprising because this one came out in 2008. Uh, but you never know. After after Johnny Capahali, you never know what could happen with sequels. Yeah. I mean, at that rate, the Cheetah Girls 4 would have come out in like 2016, but. I think we're past the time. I think everyone's probably moved on. I would hope so. Because I don't know, like, there's one through line through Cheetah Girls. Okay, so this is, we're talking about Cheetah Girls One World, just to reiterate that we're talking about the last Cheetah Girls. There's a through line through all of the Cheetah Girls movies that I don't understand because the first movie set a weird precedent with it, which is that the Cheetah Girls are this undiscovered group that wants to, you know, be discovered and make it big. But in the first movie, yeah. they land a record deal. Yeah. But then in the second movie, they join this amateur competition where you you have to be, like, non-professional, never been paid for a gig type of situation. Which doesn't yeah. make sense, because in the first movie, it seemed like they were. And then right. in this movie, they're also like, oh, we need to, like, make ourselves known. We're going to be in this movie and put ourselves out there. It's like they restart right. every every movie. It's super weird. It it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't I don't understand. Yeah. And I also feel like maybe jumping ahead a little bit, but it's also the same thing where it's like they're they have these big conflicts between them as a group and they have to come back together and realize that like their friendship is more important. And it's every movie that they have this issue. <laughs> yeah. It's it's exhausting. Like there are Disney Channel original movies that are uh, series, and some of them are good, and some of them you know follow you know hold up for three movies. The Descendants do that. Um, some of them don't. Some of them fall really far. Halloween Town does that, and it's like this one is just kind of like this is boring. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just, anything too terrible. Nothing it's changes. Just like, I feel like. We've seen this stuff happen before. It's just in a different country. It's the same movie every single time. Yeah. Like, it's it's barely different. Yeah. Who the only thing different about this one... in the country? <laughs> Who's gonna be conflicting? The only difference between this one is that Raven's not here. And the other thing is that each of the movies has, like, a more focal point cheetah. Like, the first movie is Raven. The second movie is uh, Chanel. And the third movie is uh, Doe. And it's weird. Doe's character gets like nothing, but we'll talk about that. Let's let's yeah. do the blurbs. I, feel like, we- I was gonna say I feel like she actually got in the second movie. She got a lot of the focus for like yeah. the dancing part of it, and then poor Aqua just like never really gets the spotlight in any of them. No, it's weird. I liked her in this one though. I think you talked about she's when the best we were watching character, it that yeah. she's the best. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do enjoy watching her the most. Which is hysterical because in the first movie she was by far the worst character. Yeah. So at least there's that progression over the series of three movies. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to read the blurb. Fair warning, this episode's probably going to be not so long, because this movie's really boring, and I think we've talked about it before. And but we've talked about I... it the past two movies, basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. 
the thing about movies, like, if, if, if a movie is bad, the bad stuff you're able to talk about. If a movie is good, the good stuff you're able to talk about. If a movie is boring, what can you talk about? You Do you want to talk about the boring bits? No, because that's everything. And also, who wants to talk about boring stuff? Not us. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, this is Cheetah Girls One World. It's rated TVG. It's from 2008. It's an hour twenty-four, so at least it's an uh, it's under an hour and a half, bare minimum. Yeah, if this would have been an hour forty-five, I would have been like, "Uh, <laughs> this is way too much." Ridiculous. So this movie is categorized as coming of age. Why is it still coming of age? First of all, these women are supposed to have been graduating high school. Yeah. Coming of like, age, we've talked about this before, but that's like middle school. Maybe like early say high school. Yeah, I would say there's still some coming of age that can happen in high school, but it's like, after that, it gets really muddied what coming of age means. Yeah, like these women, as you said, are traveling across the world, working for a Bollywood film. Like, it's not coming of age anymore. Yeah, and they're adults too, so they're allowed to just do whatever they want. So there's no like parental, you know... Uh, approval that they need to be able to to travel. Yeah. They just do it. So, anyway. So it's com- coming of age, comedy, no, and music. Well, there sure was a lot of music in this one. There's I feel like we couldn't go like two or three so minutes much. without there being another song. In the second movie, there were a lot of songs. In this movie, there's one at least every two minutes. Like, there's yeah. no two minutes I of feel- time. I feel like there was, like, one gap where it was, like, maybe five minutes, (laughs) maybe seven minutes before the next one. And the songs are so repetitive They're they're repetitive. They're bad. It's just, they they last for, like, four minutes each, and it's just the same lyrics over and over again. So you're like, okay, I I get the point. Why are they extending this so long? My thing about this movie is that I don't know who this movie is for, because there was a Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Girls, there was a Cheetah Girls tour that happened from like 2006 to 2007 and Raven wasn't in that which means that they can you know they're viable without Raven which is fine but like this movie didn't seem to actually be highlighting the three of them or the cheetah girls like I feel like this could have been made without them being the cheetah girls yeah like if this had been an entirely different girl group or just a random person who went, who got like a, a Bollywood gig, like I feel like there was nothing cheetah about this movie. That's true. Because it's mostly them like having their own little things going on with their own like guys or whatever. And then they're all competing for this one spot in the movie. It's like they weren't really performing, as you said, as the cheetah girls. They were mostly just no. competing against each other until, spoiler alert, the point that they realized that they. They don't have to work against each other. <laughs> but so we'll weird. get into that with the blurbs. Yeah. So this blurb is, When the Cheetah Girls land roles in a Bollywood musical, they think it is their big break. But once they realize there is room for only one cheetah in the starring role, they are faced with a dilemma that may set them back. It's up to them to flip the script and come up with a solution that involves everyone. No, it isn't. And that's not the movie. Uh, the small blurb is, the Cheetah Girls are off to India to land a spot in a Bollywood musical. That's fine. Yeah. That's so much sweet. better. This one, they don't try and solve how to how to get the role. They just get catty and start competing with each other. Uh, and catty. they've got these these boys that they're 
competing oh my god okay so this movie starts with the cheetah girls auditioning for something i've forgotten what it was um and it doesn't matter and then they go to this restaurant and then dorinda sees this statue of ganesh who is an elephant god and she's followed by elephants for the entire movie <laughs> so and it doesn't make this any looking sense. at me weird <laughs> also the shots of the elephants looking at her are so funny because some of the times they're not even looking at the camera but anyway then they get an audition for what they think is a Hollywood movie. Turns out it's a Bollywood movie, but it doesn't matter because then they just go to Bollywood and it's fine. So here's the thing. They get there and there's they realize they're they're told that it's actually only one role and they, they can't have the three of them. Here's my problem with this. We later on learn that this one role that the Cheetah Girls auditioned for is the main love interest of the movie. Yeah. How were they gonna split that between three people? Right. Were they going to add more love interests for them to have more pairings or... Because then I understand the uncle being so upset because it's like, we can't afford these, you know, two extra people because well, yeah, that that's would be more people. Too. I'm like, if it was budgeted for one person to be flown out and have accommodations there, then yeah, if I were the uncle, I'd be pissed that there were three people who were all being paid to be in India. It's so dumb. It just doesn't make any sense. And then the meat of this movie is, so Aqua is in love with this IT repair guy on the phone, and she calls him, like, Kevin347 or something, and, oh my god, and of course she's going to meet him in India, because of course he's going to be in India. Then you learn that he's this rich, like, duke, basically, basically exactly what Dorinda got in in, in Cheetah Girls 2, but of course, Dorinda has broken up with her Spanish guy, Joaquin, whose name is Joaquin, we learn. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but Aqua meets up with this, this guy, who his, his, not, his name is not Kevin, but and he's he very was, like, rich. calling her, just to, like, check in on her computer when he's just, like, walking around in India, like, not at work, just just calling to check in, you know, as yeah, professionals they do. Each other. They bump into each other on the street. It's so weird. And then they end up filming at his, like, mansion. It's so weird. And it's just so dumb. And then... Chanel is having this romance with the director of the movie because of course she is yeah and then Dorinda has these elephants <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's got elephants I really thought they were gonna put her with um the main actor that I'm was so cast in the film but he was like older and you could tell he was into the choreographer I'm like are they gonna like try to make Dorinda the love interest but they didn't and I was happy about that but it was super awkward because Aqua's rich boyfriend is he owns like the location that they're filming, but then Chanel is dating the director. So then they're like both they're of those to, like, guys are like, "Oh, she should yeah. get the lead." Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's super weird. Yeah, and and Dorinda, so she helps the director land uh, the choreographer as his girlfriend. And after the Cheetah Girls have auditioned, of course Chanel gets the part because she's the director's girlfriend. But then they all reconcile with no, there's no lead up. They're just like, oh, I'm sorry. And then they're like, the the choreographer should be the lead. And he's and the the producer uncle is like, oh, the choreographer. Nobody wants to see them. And then he's like, just kidding. I love her. Let's put her on screen. And then that's the movie. And everyone's happy because no one got the lead, and they're all just they're together. No one's more important than the other. It's really funny, though. There's and then they're riding an elephant at the very end. I'm like, are they going to zoom in on the elephant at the very end? And it just, like, waits. I wish they waits. I really <laughs> wish they did. I wish they did. But here's the thing. the There's a this kind of, like, underplot of this movie where there's this, like, wishing tree. 
and they all like tie a string to it and chanel and dorinda both like wish for the success of the cheetah girls <laughs> but aqua wishes to meet kevin 347 in person so like halfway through the movie you see her tear down the string and then uh, chanel like calls her out on it she's just like we all wish for the success of the cheetah girls right and dorinda's like yeah i wish for the cheetah girls for us all to have a part in the movie and chanel's like yeah i wish for the cheetah girls to get rich and famous and aqua's like no, I wish to meet Kevin in person. That's why I have my string. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, what's the, why are these girls friends? What do they have in common? Yeah. Why do they want to be rich and famous as the Cheetah Girls? Like, what, what is that? Why? Like, did I they, just. Did they ever go back to that wish tree at the end? No. Or did they just leave it at that? I couldn't they remember. They just left it at that, okay. as far as I remember. They should have rode the elephant over to the tree and been like, we're successful, even though we didn't land the part. So bad. I wish that this last movie had shown them, like, being popular. Like, being pop stars. Like, that was what I was really hoping. I was hoping that, like, they were pop stars in America and they got contracts to do, like, a Bollywood movie to help, like, broaden their global appeal or something. And that's why they were going to Bollywood. But to have them still be, like, struggling thinking they're gonna be like this kind of like pipe dream aspect of the cheetah girls bugs me and i just yeah i feel like we had more closure with like them being successful as a group after the second movie and then this movie kind of just was about them as friends but not as much it's like starting from zero every movie and it's Mm -hmm. like why what's the point of the exposition of the first movie I do wonder if they were, do you think they were planning to do another movie? Or do you think they knew that this was going to be the last one and that's how they were going to end it? I don't know. I think they kind of left it ambiguous in case people really liked this one. And they were like, well, we could still do another one. It doesn't matter if Raven's not here. But it's just like, I feel like they kind of just didn't care. Like, genuinely, I feel like there was a lot of just like, well, it's just, this is a money-making movie. Like, it was just a money pit. Like, it was just like... Oh, we got this this strong IP. Let's just make another movie. People will watch it. It don't matter. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mr. Is it Paul Hohen? Sure <laughs> Our was. great director for this movie. We knew. We knew going into this one it was going to be a mess. Oh, yeah. It was going to be bad. So, uh, it's, it's bad. Like, that's... That's... I mean, we, we're not sugarcoating it at all. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's boring, and like, I like I know I've said it earlier in this episode, but like nothing is more egregious to me than boring. Than boring, because sorry, I'm rolling up my sleeves so they don't make a lot of noise. The... When people ask me what my least favorite decoms are, there are the ones that are offensive. There are the ones that are straight up bad. Like there are bad ones. Like the dadnapped. There's nothing really offensive about it. It's just bad. It's just bad. But yeah. part of the reason it's so bad is because it's so boring. Yep. And it's just like, this is so boring. And like, Halloween Town 4, boring. Which one? Was uh, What was the dog movie? Was it Hounded? Which dog movie? Or was it Life is two. Rough? There was one that I thought was like super boring and I can't even remember which one it was. They're it must both, have been Life is Rough. They're both really boring. Yeah. They're both really, really boring. The only thing that saved Hounded was the Shining reference. Yeah. Girl versus Monster I thought was super boring, too. 
so boring and the effects are really bad. Like that one I, I categorize as like bad because there's just more aspects of it being boring or than it just being boring. Honestly, the 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 Good Luck Charlie Christmas movie, boring. Uh the other Good Christmas again, boring. Like it's just yeah. boring. And I'm like And you can tell that we give most of these like the same exact <laughs> letter grade like, for the boring ones. Yeah, Freaky and Friday. it's like Oh no, Freaky Friday was it was a mess, but I feel like I was also very bored at that one. It was too. it was boring, but it was I also categorized it as bad because like the lead girl was so bad. Yeah. Oh. Um boring movies are harder to rate, in my opinion, than straight up bad movies. Because like if they're offensive, they get a D minus minus. If they're bad, they get a D minus D, whatever. Boring movies, it's like you have to look at them deeper than just the fact that they were boring, which means you have to try and remember more about the movie. Which is hard because like, when it's boring, uh, you tend to not pay attention. <laughs> at least yeah. if you're like me, I'm like, I'm just going to scroll through my phone to keep myself awake. Yeah. And there were so many songs. Like, there's so little movie to this movie. Yeah. And the songs are bad. I was repetitive, which time. makes it even more boring. It's like, I, yeah. I've heard this so many times. I'm wasting my time listening to the same lyrics over and over again. Right. I want to do the test of time just so we can start off and say that this movie holds oh. up like wet cardboard. Garbage. Yeah. Okay. Which one do I want to compare this to in terms of the test I mean, of time? I mean, something. What's that like a two? Because this movie is it's 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 got some offensive moments. It's not. It sure not... does. Which we also kind of assumed going into it. We're like, uh, oh, yeah. Cheetah Girls in Bollywood. Yeah, it also, yeah, there's some cultural appropriation, some actual, like, racist moments. Like, it's, it's, it's bad. Oh, Return to Halloween Town, I have it at 1.5. I was gonna say, Going to the Mad is a 1.5. This isn't as no. bad as those, though. No. So it's gotta be at least a 2, in my opinion. Ah, Radio Rebel, I have it a 2. Zapped, I have it a 2. I have Girl vs. Monster at a 2.25. And I do feel like this holds up a little bit better than that. Yeah, just because that one had the terrible effects. Yeah. I have Twas the Night at 2.75. Anything at a 2.5? That's what I was just looking for. I'm pretty sure we gave Johnny Kapahala something around a 2.5 or a 2.75, which... Does sound whatever, familiar. Th- this, it, th- this has a very similar level of not holding up that Johnny Kapahala does. I'm going to do a 2-5, I think. I think I am, too. I don't know if I have any other 2-5s unless we did Johnny Kapahala at a 2-5. I'm going to give this a 2-5 just because I do... I think that... Twas the Night is bad. Twas the Night was more fun than this by just a smidgeroony. Mm-hmm. And Brian Cranston was incredible in that movie. So it's like... I gotta give it, like, it has that little bit of test of time of, like, it's got Brian Cranston in it. Here's your extra quarter point. That's true. I have Twas the Night at a 2-5. Oh, but yeah. I don't want to go down to a 2-2-5. Two, two, I'll so just keep it. I'll keep opinion, it. Yeah. I'll keep it at the same. I'll do a 2-5. I could That's bump up Twas the Night. opinion. Um. Yeah, so it's just. Okay. 2-5 it is. <sighs> leaving it there. Uh- also, the choreography of this movie, I'm going to look and see who is the choreographer, because it's like, you could tell that it was Bollywood inspired, but it wasn't actually like Bollywood choreography for a yeah. lot of it. Especially, yeah. like, and I'm not saying the entire movie needed it, but like the Bollywood sequences didn't, they felt referential, not actually inspired. Yeah. I'd say the last one was the most 
Bollywood-esque number. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the rest of the movie. But even then, I don't know. Oh, God, I forgot that Dan Berenson wrote the script for this, too. Hey, the teleplay was at least written by um, someone of Southeast Asian descent. Yeah. It's also hard because we just watched Spin not too long ago, and that one was so good. <laughs> I know. I kept thinking about that as well. Like, that one was a 10 test of time. So a woman of Southeast Asian descent, possibly Indian, was the writer, which is good. There's a book series? I completely forgot. She wrote the teleplay. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Dan Berenson did most of the other ones, but... Hmm. Who did the choreography? Oh, God. Mona May did the costumes? Come on, Mona. You're better than this. Should not have gone to a white person. <laughs> huh. It's not on here. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Additional crew? Oh, Fatima Robinson. So possibly. Or Fatima, I don't know. But um, I wanted more from the choreography. It wasn't mm -hmm. bad. It was fine. I just wanted, wanted more. more. And like we said, yeah. after Spin, we expected more. Even though this Spin movie came out in 2008 and Spin was nearly just... Nearly 15 <laughs> years later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guess it's time for the moral of this I movie. I guess so. It's the same. The moral of these movies I, has been the yeah. same. Every time. It's like cheetahs forever. Your friends are more yeah. important than did, boys how, and how fame. Yeah, the first one is friendship is more important than fame and friends. And then the second one was... Fame and friends? Fame and fortune, you mean? Fame and fortune. <laughs> I heard you say friends and that's just what's stuck in my brain. Uh, <laughs> friendship is more important than friends. And then... Um, and then the you can find success both as a group and solo. Yeah. And it's like, I had to kind of reword that one because I was like, I don't want it to just be friendship is, is, is as important as, you know, being by yourself. Because it's like, it basically is friendship is more important than yeah. the entire time. Yeah. What did I write down throughout this movie? Um, sometimes all you need is a little faith. Um, change will take place whether you like it or not. When if things you wish are... for it, it'll come true. Yeah. When things are bad, they don't stay that way. So that was like some like non-friendship things. Yeah. And then I got like together now and forever. Sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and not worry about what happens. Oh, Dorinda at one point says, I was the obstacle all along. So I wrote that as a moral, like Dorinda's the the obstacle. <laughs> That's the moral. I just thought that was a really weird line that she said. And then the last one I wrote was, with all the differences, we're stronger here, stronger together, something along those lines. The same stuff that's in the last two. I'm fine with it just being we're stronger together. Yep. Like, I don't care. Like, that's fine. It basically negates the second movie's moral, which I hate. Yeah, it really does. But it is. It's we're stronger together. Yep. And I want to rate it low just because it conflicts with the oh, second Oh, it's bad. One. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. It's rate so bad. It, I'm rating it really low. Like, 
So the second one we gave a five five, and oh, then definitely below that. the first one we gave a four five. It's lower than both of those, in my opinion. It sure is. Oh God, where do I put like a two? Live twas the night at three five, but that's not what I want to actually rate it against. Twitch's two is a. Two yeah. for me and a one seven five for you. I I'm was thinking maybe like a, a one seven five. I'm giving it this. It being the same as Twitch's two honestly feels right because like that movie also feels like it negated its first movie's moral. Yeah, where it was basically just like love is a light in the darkness, and then they were just kind of like, oh, our dad's not dead. <laughs> That's like wait, so bad. Wasn't that the whole point? Is that like his his love was the light? Like what? Yeah. Like, I'll keep looking, but... It's so Brink. Bad. Brink was a 225. It's not what you do, it's who you are. Um... I know we gave Brink, uh, Johnny Cup a hollow around <laughs> the same as Brink. Dad napped. Care about your kids. <laughs> a two. Uh... I do feel like I want to give this one... Maybe slightly above dad napped, at least. Or maybe the same. I mean, I gave dad napped 175, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna... I'm good. If I have 175, I don't care. I'm going to do the same as dad napped. I'll do a two. That's what you get. Cheetah Girls One World for having the same moral basically for three movies if you can't do it in three movies then you get a low score it's the same movie wearing different clothes all three different countries yeah in different countries like it's oh it sucks like it's just so uninspired yeah and like i know we're watching disney channel original movies i know i can't go in here and expecting but like you said earlier there are series that did it descendants did it better even High School Musical did it better. And, yeah. Um, Teen Beach, if they had made a third one, like the first two Possibly. did a great job. But if they made a third one, I feel like they would do it better. Possibly. Zombies, uh, we'll see what they do with their next one. Right. But the other thing is that, like, this movie took these movies took themselves so seriously. Yeah. It's like Teen Beach and Zombies and Descendants and a few of the other, and High School Musical, like, they don't take themselves this seriously. Okay, High School Musical 3 did. But High School Musical 3 was a theatrical release, so it's kind of different. High School Musical 2 was just, like, such a mess. Such a mess, but, like, in in the best way, yeah. And it's just, like, these movies, all three Cheetah Girls movies were so super serious of, like, we've gotta be famous, and it's like, you don't. Yeah. Apparently you don't. You just need to be friends with each other. That's apparently what you're going for. I'm feeling a D plus for this movie. Yeah, I was debating between. I'm like, do I do another D or do I do a D plus? Because a lot of the movies we talked about earlier, the really boring ones, I have it a D. Yeah, my thing is. Oh god! I but then, like, How to Build a Better Boy is a D plus. That's my thing. Is that like I think this is worse than How to Build a Better Boy. I think How to Build a Better Boy is at least slightly more interesting. I think this is the lowest D plus. Which twas, is a 25. Yeah, Twas the Night, I have it at D plus 2. I have Going to the Met at a D plus 27. Twas the Night would definitely have to be higher than this movie. God. What's the lowest D plus? This is there? worse than 25. 
25, thank you. This is it. worse than Kim Possible, maybe. Maybe I'll give this a 26. Because oh. the thing is, this is better than Life is Rough and Hounded. Not by a lot. Going but... to the mat, I have it at a 25. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what I want to do with that. <laughs> I think I mean, I you might... really, you really didn't like. Going I, yeah, I might put this one at a twenty-six just so it's above that one. Right, I'm putting it at a twenty-six, kind of for a similar reason, which is that uh, I have I've gone to the mat at a twenty-seven, and I'm like, okay. and then I have Kim Possible at a twenty-seven, and I'm like, this isn't that much worse than those two movies. Not that two points is that much, but like still, yeah. Have your lucky dog at a twenty-five as well. I have you lucky dog lower than that. And like how to build a better boy is the best out of the D pluses. Like it should be as high as it is. Oh yeah. But Yeah, twenty six is not, fine. It's not a D. Like it's life is rough and hounded are painful. Yeah. Well, like I like, said, if I have going to the mat at a D plus, then there's no way I can put this movie at a D. <laughs> right. It's like, and, and like, this movie's painful, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of songs, but you can just kind of zone out during the songs. Yeah. And, yes, there's, there was only one, from what I remember, and this isn't being a, apologizing for it or anything, or sympathetic, but there's only one racist moment that I can, like, remember, like, outwardly racist, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, that was, so, down. when Aqua met up with Kevin, and he had... He was, like, talking in a different voice, and she said, you don't sound like you live in India. That's, right. That's what it was. Which was, unfortunately, very in-Aqua character. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in-character Aqua, but... And the appropriation of it was, like, expected, since they're supposed to be making a Bollywood movie. So it's, like, if people are concerned why we're not putting it down as, like, really offensive, it... It's not repeat offensive. Like, yeah. the thing about Zapped and True Confessions and Halloween Town High is that they are just repeating, repeating, repeating the same kind of offensive material the entire time of like, oh, you're not good enough because you have a mental disability. Oh, you're, you're gross because you're a different race, a different species. Like, oh my god, boys are terrible and girls are better and all boys are awful. Yeah. And it's it kind of like, okay, stop. Yeah. It's kind of like, was it Johnny Kapahala where there was like that one moment at mm -hmm. the rich girl's dad's house where it's like, okay, yeah. it was bad. It happened like one time, but it wasn't the whole movie. And it's something that that type of character would do. Yeah. Because, and I think that's the other thing, is that, like, the Brink thing is that, like, yeah, maybe that character would do that, but, like, it, again, was repeated, and it was, like... They didn't learn anything about, from... Didn't my, learn anything my from My hope it. is, like, they don't show them learning these things in these little moments, but you hope that, like, since they don't repeat it, that they kind of realize <laughs> what they're saying yeah. is kind of baloney. Yeah, and it's just, like... Ugh. And also, Brink was more offensive also, just because, like, the dad was so disgusting. Yeah. I just, uh... Yeah. So this is this movie is... It's, it's, it's so boring. It's just... Honestly, anything that's in, like, the C to D-plus range, bleeding into... Actually, I'd say, like, D-pluses and C-minuses are, like, our 
these are just boring. We don't know what to do with them, like, most of the time. Some yeah. of them are really bad. Like, I keep looking at Kim Possible being on there, and I'm like, I still have Kim Possible at a D plus. What's wrong with me? <laughs> uh, But, like, Up, Up, and Away is a D plus as well. And I'm like, I just don't know what to do with that movie. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of boring. It should be fun. Yeah. And I feel like some of the C plus ones are like, it had potential. It was almost there, but there were, like, effects mm-hmm. that were bad or just, like, mm-hmm things that held it back but they weren't super boring at least because we have invisible sister to see plus right because that's the one that like so the one that had bad effects but besides it had fine effects it was that the story itself wasn't good but the acting was good that's what it was yeah oh Oh, yeah the swap (laughs) sorry to bring up swapping (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh that movie was so close to being something (laughs) but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Judy Girls One World. No, anymore. I don't have. I don't, anything, I don't have anything else to, to talk about. I'm glad to bury this series. I'm glad to move on from it. I just, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, capitalism, yay! Uh, next week is Wizards of Waverly Place movie, which uh, Sarah has seen and I have not seen. And Sarah has seen the show and I have not seen the show. So I'm going in very blind and Sarah is going it's in going with at least some glasses. Blind at all. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the. Oh, what's gosh. The decommission, decommission of the week. Um. Honestly, I have no idea. It should probably be something with friends again. I would say watch a Bollywood film. There are some really oh, yeah. incredible body- Bollywood films that people over here don't, and like outside of India, don't know about because we're so insular in a lot of things that we make. And yeah. I mean, so is Bollywood in a lot of ways. But here's the thing, and here's why I was so upset about. The Bollywood choreography is like Bollywood choreography is some of the best it's choreography so in the yeah. world. It's vibrant, it's vivacious, it's emotional, it's so good. And like you can find like I could recommend stuff. I'm not the best person to recommend Bollywood movies. There are lists upon lists upon lists. I was lists say, I'm, with a Google, Google search, I'm sure you could find some good recommendations out there. Yeah. And there are they're so fun. And they can, they're like, like, Bollywood romance is so good. If anyone has any sort of, like, love for, for romance movie like, rom-coms or anything, Bollywood's got some great romance movies. Also, they've got, you know, they got fun action movies. But it's just, like, it, and their comedies are great. Like, it's, Bollywood is good. Yeah. And I recommend if someone, if, if someone is interested in it to watch some of it. I should. I don't think I've ever seen a Bollywood movie. I've seen, like, clips and, like, songs, but I've never watched a full movie, so I should definitely do that this week. I had a friend in, uh, like, middle school, and she was really into Bollywood movies, so I watched a few with her. I also, after I watched Bendit, like, Beckham, I was like, I gotta watch Bollywood movies. Not that it's a Bollywood movie in any way, but, like, they talk about some of them, and I was like, oh, I should watch some. I've never seen that movie either, so... It's fine. It's not great. Okay. I'm like, I guess I could watch that movie too, but I really don't care to watch it. So it's fine. It's, 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 it's like, it's genuinely fine. Yeah. Well, my, uh, other, I guess that's kind of a fun one and a, like a serious one, I guess in the same, like watching a Bollywood movie, but along with watching things, Kira and I just watched the 
sing along for Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. So Sarah, if you've never seen our, those, that was should... my that was our, Sarah. That, we did that because that was our decommission. A couple oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! I thought it was like watch something with your friend. I didn't know we got that specific. It was, if we got that specific, that's <laughs> hey. Why we well, we it did up. our mission from last week, so <laughs> we talked about the Paris one too. Uh. I don't really want to recommend anyone to watch the Paris one, because speaking of appropriation and racism. Um, yeah, they have some different songs in that one um, yeah, compared to the regular treat, Disneyland one. <laughs> they don't treat Native Americans terribly well. I would say, speaking on the fact that we've already done that one, maybe listen to one of our past episodes and do one of those, our old decommissions. Some of those are really easy. Some of those are like, you know, hug a friend or something. And some yeah. of them are a little more difficult. Apparently I don't remember them after a week. Oh man, you were so confident too. I was, I was like, like, I swore that we talked about that after we were done. We're like, we should, uh, yeah. we should watch that. <laughs> no, it was definitely one of our, one of our like decommissions. <laughs> I don't remember if it was last week or the week before. I think it was well. probably last week because it was because I haven't edited that episode yet. <laughs> Here I was thinking we were just we were just chatting going through our Facebook memories and it just popped up so we decided we were chatting about that on the episode. Oh my gosh, we talk too much. I can't keep track of what's on air and what's not. (laughs) Oh man, man. you know what? I'm gonna blame that on COVID brain because I had that. You can last week. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that for sure. I was. You can blame it on that for a while because apparently there. The, the data on how long that, that effect lasts for is not in any way conclusive yet, so... Oh, great. So, um, if I'm forgetting things for the next, like, couple months, then I'm if gonna that... blame it on that. <laughs> but I'm feeling great now, so <laughs> that's, that's good news. <laughs> Negativo. Yeah, we should probably just stop recording before I <laughs> say any more stupid things. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see everyone in the next one for Wizards, Wizards of Waverly Place. Hope you enjoyed this short burst for the end of the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Ooh.